Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Lord, thank you for your presence here right now. We just give you praise right now, Father, because you are you're so wondrous. You're so glorious. Thank you, Father, for this day that you've made. Thank you for this privilege to right now come before you, to come boldly into your presence through your gates with thanksgiving and into your courts with praise. Father, you have redeemed us. You are, you are the God of salvation. You are the God of wisdom, the God of order. You are the God of peace, the God of provision. Oh, Father, thank you so much that you protect us, even when we're, we're unaware and we don't protect ourselves. Mm. Lord, I thank you for your peace over, over River Edge Church, over the city of Mildura over the churches that proclaim Jesus as Lord. Mm. Father, over each household, over each marriage, over each family right now, we just proclaim the peace and the joy of God. Father, we just ask that you'd create in us a pure stream and a pure, we'd be conduits of your presence and your wisdom and your revelation today. We've already prayed this, but we speak the word of revelation over each household today. That regardless of what the world is saying, we know that you have good plans for us and we know that you know exactly what you're Mm. doing, that these are the birthing pains, these are the groans of the earth waiting to be released from this period of decay, Mm. desiring to see the children of God revealed. Father, we just thank you that what you're doing in the church today is revealing the children of God. Yes, And I thank you for those that are hearing the call, Mm. that are following Jesus, Mm. that are modifying their mindsets, their behaviours and aligning themselves with the word, aligning themselves with seeking after you with all their heart. Mm. Oh, Father, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for this precious time. Um, We just agree on that in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Welcome, Pastor Kylie. Welcome, Pastor Stephen. <laughs> Here we are this morning. Um, yeah, that was an awesome word that you and Chelsea spoke a couple of weeks ago. Um, Thank on, you. Yeah. On that. Things that you didn't choose. Yeah, the things that you didn't choose, mm. but how to be God and how to find God and how to, to keep your heart right, your mind right, and your behavior right, even though you've had bad things forced upon you, mm. you know, and... Um, you know, there's so much example of that in scripture, isn't there? That, yeah. That whole yeah. part of, of, you know, making sure that you, you stay in tune with what God is doing, not just what is happening. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's it. Great word it was. And Thank last you. week, the boys, what they Yeah, that, like, was, oh, that was great. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah, get your own oil. Mm. Um, we're not the only ones that have used that title. <laughs> there's mm. been a few people using that, mm. that title at the moment. So, yeah. Um, this morning, we're going to continue on with this oil because the, the Holy Spirit's just really speaking mm. to us at the moment about his anointing. You know, yeah. Jesus, um, when he was born, he was born with authority. And it, it, it's, um, it's amazing that he, he was God, but he was man. And we were discussing this last night that in Isaiah, it says that, you know, the, and when he's old enough to choose the, the right, the, to reject the wrong and choose the right. So... It was stepping out of that childlikeness or that childishness of being a young man. Mm. And 
And the thing was that John the Baptist was born, he was, he was full of the Holy Spirit from the day that he was born. And that's why he separated himself and went into the wilderness, mm. I reckon, because he needed to stay connected with the Holy Spirit because uh, just that infiltration of the world and the contamination of the world is, is so prevalent wherever mm. we go. Mm. But he, the Spirit in him identified when he was in the womb, it, he leapt when, when Mary walked into the room. Elizabeth's womb, John the Baptist mm. leapt. Yeah. And, then, and then also when Jesus turned up on the riverbank, when he was when John was baptizing um, individuals and he mm. said, behold, he leapt again. The spirit leapt inside him. He said, behold, the lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. You know, and he, he actually foretold it and he said, I baptize with water, but there's someone coming after me who's going to baptize you with power, mm. with fire and with power. And this is what the anointing is talking about. This is, and it's not power for us to be, uh, this is actually authority and power over the enemy. It's a, it's re, there's a responsibility with power. Mm. You know, with great power becomes great responsibility. So that Jesus came down and he was full of authority because it says that he spoke with authority from the age of 12 in the temples and he grew in wisdom and stature and favour with men. And then he said to John, I need to be baptised. And John says, no, you need to baptise me. Jesus said, no, this must be done so the right um, pattern the righteous pattern can be fulfilled and when he baptized him it says the spirit then descended on him like not as a dove but you know it was like a dove the spirit descended on him then he went that was the first time it spoke of it he went into the wilderness full of power mm. full of the so this is talking about the oil of the Holy Spirit, the anointing of the Holy Spirit to, to give us power in our life, not power to dominate or to control anybody else because that's what witchcraft's about, but power in our own lives, power over the, the, our, our bodily lusts and the flesh, the, the sarks, the word is in the Greek, the, the flesh sarks. <laughs> Literally, the flesh sucks, um, but... We get power in our life, not only over that, because when Jesus released the disciples, they had authority and they came back, oh, we've got authority over demons. He said, no, 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 don't rejoice because you've got authority, um, but rejoice rather that you have salvation, that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. But then he said, wait until you receive power. So what we're talking about today is the pattern and the fulfillment of that prophecy that Joel had of God's plan from the beginning of time to be actually people that carry the oil, the anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And yeah, you've got some thoughts on that too, haven't you? Yeah, <laughs> it was just um, interesting that John was filled with the Spirit in the womb yeah, and, then, he and then he spent a lot of time in the desert. Mm. And Jesus was baptised and he received the Holy Spirit and then the Spirit led him into the desert. Yeah. So it's, it's okay for us to go into dry places as long as we're full of the Spirit. Oh, come on. If, you know, if, if God has a dry place for us sometimes, we can deal with that as long as we're filled up with the Spirit, yes. as long as we're full of the yes. Spirit, before oh. we go into that dry place. Isn't that good? Yeah. It's not, it's not like we're never going to enter dry places or experience dry places. Mm. But, but we can deal with it if we're full of the Spirit. And we can accomplish what God sends us there for only if we're full of the Spirit. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes we do have to go into dry seasons and dry places. But if we're full of the Holy Spirit, yes. 
then we're going to excel, we're going to overcome, we're going to accomplish what we're there to do Definitely. in that in that desert place. Oh. Yeah. Like I, was, I was looking at James 4 because I woke up with that. James 4 and Jeremiah 29 on my mind this morning. Mm. And in James 4, like I love James. There's only one, one letter of James. There's only one book of James. There's five chapters in it. Um, but he didn't need to write anymore. He just said, I'm going to, I'm just going to let it all out. And it was, it was uncensored and it was pretty heavy. It was very good Mm. for those that have an ear to hear and eyes to see and a heart to understand. But in it, he says, those that are friends of the world become enemies of God. And I'm like, that, that seems a contradiction to what Jesus did doesn't it? Like, because mm. he was a friend to the sinners, the tax mm. collectors, the mm. prostitutes and, and those. And, and we would say, oh, but he was a friend to the world. No, he wasn't. He was a friend. Um, to people. Yeah, to people. Mm. But the, this pattern here of the world is actually the word cosmos. And it's like um, everything that has been created in the lower half, the materialization of and manifestation of the lower half of heaven and earth. And it says that you actually hold that in high favour. Friendship here actually means to hold it in high favour, that that is your primary thing that you're seeking after. And it says that if you do that, then you eventually become an enemy of God. And it's not that he makes you his enemy. It's just that you will start opposing and resisting the hand of God in your life because you won't have the oil of God. You won't have the anointing to understand and the revelation to understand that God can make all things work together for good. We'll probably talk about that later. Oh, actually, now let's talk about that now. Romans 8. We all know the scripture. God can make all things work together for good. For those that are in Christ Jesus called according to his purposes. A couple of verses before that, it says that when we don't know what to pray, the Holy Spirit... The Holy Spirit gives us the ability to pray with yeah. groans that we can't even express. So this is talking about using our heavenly language mm. um, to connect with heaven. Like we're, we're praying this. What knows the heart of the Father but the Spirit? And what, sorry, yeah, that's right. And what knows the heart of man but the Spirit of man? And it's through spirit to spirit, through breath and breath. We're, we're praying the breath of heaven, mm. the, the Spirit of heaven when we pray in the Spirit. So it says... The Holy Spirit intercedes through us with these groans that we don't understand, these words that we don't understand, but heaven does. Then it says, God makes all things work together for good. Straight after that, it says, who condemns us? Not even Jesus, because he sits at the right hand of the Father interceding for us. Mm. That's why all things work together for good. Because he's interceding for us Mm. and the Holy Holy Spirit intercedes through through us. And it's not just for us, it's for us to be conduits of his oil, conduits of his power, Mm. conduit. Because this world needs a revelation that we're in a spiritual battle. Mm. Like all the riots and things going Mm. on at the moment isn't because they're crying out for physical freedom. That's what they think they need. But what they need is supernatural spiritual freedom. Mm. If their spirits were free, they could be locked up in prison and still be free. Mm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm getting away from what you want to talk about, but the... Well, talking about being, being conduits of, yes. of the Holy Come Spirit on. and conduits of oil, um, I, I broke your bottle of cologne recently. My essential oils. It was, a, yeah, an expensive essential oils cologne and it was on the um, bench in the bathroom and I was cleaning the mirror 
and the cloth, as I came down at the bottom of the mirror, the cloth caught the bottle. She's explaining this all now. To <laughs> like, this is her confession time and yeah. she's doing it in front of you so I, I can't respond. I'm confessing. Um, so, it, yeah, the bottle smashed on the tiles and thankfully it just kind of broke in half. It didn't, didn't shatter. shatter. So I um, had to get down on my knees and I grabbed a towel and I'm, you know, wiping up this oil. I'm on my knees on the bathroom floor. You could have called me. I could have rolled around in it, you know, <laughs> except for the glass. Yeah, probably not, probably not a good idea. So, um, yeah, I'm cleaning it up and um, the bathroom smelled great for about a week, didn't it? I think it soaked into the grout of the tiles. I'm sure if I get down on my knees, I can probably still... <laughs> yeah, and, and the towel that I used to mop it up with smelt really good. And my it, it soaked into my skin, so I could smell it, you know, for the whole day. It, was, it soaked into my skin. The essence of Stephen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It smelt pretty good. On the bathroom floor, on the towel, the essence of Stephen. That's yeah. right. Such, such a good smell. I, I'm coming to terms with it. <laughs> but, but when I'm um, on the bathroom floor on my knees, I... This thought comes to me of, of Mary who anointed Jesus' feet with, with her very expensive perfume. And um, we, we find that story, if you, if you guys want to turn to it, I don't have scriptures popping up for you today, but um, grab your Bible, which I'm sure you all have handy. And, and before you do that, grab your Bibles. We're just going to take a moment. Can I just thank the team for throwing... Not throwing together, but expertly and professionally putting together a broadcast today on last minute notice. Mm, less they, than 24 hours. Awesome <laughs> team. Less than 24 hours. And yeah. these guys just smashed it out. And, mm. Oh, I didn't smash it out. That's the wrong term, isn't it? They, they um, professionally. Skillfully, skillfully executed oh, today's broadcast. Full of the words. So this is our. Uh, this, this story of this woman is actually found in all of the Gospels, yeah. but we're going to look at the, the one in John 12, 1 to 7, because it, John actually identifies that it was Mary, the sister of Martha, yeah. that, that anointed Jesus' feet with her very expensive perfume. So in um, John 12, verse 3, it says, And Mary took about a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume. She poured it out on Jesus' feet. And she wiped his feet with her hair, and the whole house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. And it, it, the scripture tells us that it was an alabaster jar, which was a, a stone similar. Oh, good on you, Jesse. He's got the scripture up there. Um, it was a, a carved out of alabaster stone, which was symbol, uh, similar to marble. Wow. The perfume bottle. Okay. Um, so the bottle itself would have been beautiful. And the expensive perfume was called nard, which was similar to your expensive um, essential oils cologne, which was an oil from a plant native to the Himalayas. So <laughs> that it was bought all the way from the Himalayas. So no wonder it was oh, so expensive, yeah. um, usually imported through Greece. And, it, and scripture also tells us it was worth 300 denarii, which is about a year's wages, mm. which thankfully is a whole lot more than what yours cost. <laughs> but imagine spending a whole year's wages on a, on a small bottle of perfume. So it makes you wonder why she had this perfume. Was it an heirloom that had been passed down through the family, perhaps? Was it something that she was saving, yeah. you know, 
like a superannuation or an investment of yeah. some kind. Th this was a very precious jar of perfume. And later on, Judas says this is worth a lot of money, mm. his wages. This mm. could be, yeah, sorry, I'm, it, it, it was valuable. It was very valuable. Very valuable. Yeah. Um, so, but, but despite, well, the fact that it was so valuable, she decided to lavish it all, the whole bottle of it. Mm on on Jesus that day and um it was it was an extravagant act of worship mm. because once she once she broke that bottle she poured the whole lot out so much so that there was an excess which she then mopped up with her hair yeah. <laughs> so not only did did Jesus smell good not only did the whole room smell good the whole house smells good as Everyone in there would have smelled good as yeah. verse 3 tells us but she also Very came good. away from that experience smelling beautiful mm. and i was just reminded of um that was that was her extravagant act of appreciation and worship and it was a prophetic act mm. because jesus said She's anointing me for my burial, but he hadn't even been crucified yeah. yet. So it was an extravagant prophetic act of worship that, that she was um, pouring that oil out. And it was a response. It was a response to who he was. Yeah. And I was thinking how, you know, she'd, she'd sat at his feet. She'd, she'd listened to him teaching. She'd listened to him talk. He'd been in her home. You know, she, they'd prepared meals for him. He'd mm. hung out at their house. This was a, a response to the relationship that she had to him. Is with him is that she poured out her oil. And I was thinking about how the response, our relationship with Jesus, requires a response. Not only do we receive oil from him, yeah. but our relationship is meant to be reciprocal. And if it's not reciprocal, then we're, we're quenching, we're stopping up the oil oh. because we're keeping it all for ourselves yeah. and we're saying, Jesus, I want to receive, I want to receive, I want to receive. But I'll keep this. But I'll keep this for myself. Yeah. But our relationship has to be recipro reciprocal. It has to be a receiving and a giving oh, and on. a pouring out and a lavish, extravagant oh, declaration of praise. So and not only praise for what he's already done for us, because she was appreciating him for what he'd already done for her, but she was prophetically declaring also what he was about to do for her. He was about to go to the cross. He was about to pay the ultimate mm. price for her sin. So not only do we need to worship because of what he's already done, but but for what he's going to do in yes. the future. Yes. And that's that prophetic, lavish act of worship where we, we pour out our oil. We pour out our oil and we come away from that experience of worship smelling so good. We carry that scent of praise wherever we go. We carry that oil yes. with us into every house that we enter, into every room yeah. that we enter, into every relationship that every person that we're connected to. Everywhere we go, we carry the scent of praise. We carry the scent of gratitude. We carry the scent of worship and appreciation mm. for who our God is, for what he's done and what he's going to do. That is and it's, 
Yeah, it's that ongoing. We, we receive, Jesus said to his disciples, freely you have received, now freely give. Freely you have received, now freely give. And that's how the, the continuation of the oil, that's how the oil keeps flowing. It's got to be a receiving, it's got to be a giving, a receiving, a giving. And, and that's why, you know, when people don't understand, when they say, I, I don't have to tithe, I don't have to give, I don't have to serve. I don't have to come. I don't have to. I don't have to. Yeah. I can worship God at home. And they don't understand that they're quenching, they're blocking up, they're stopping up that, that reciprocation, mm. that flow of the oil. Mm. It has to come down and it has to go up and it has to be received and it has to be given mm. and it has to be a continual flow. Otherwise, we're quenching the Holy Spirit. That's amazing because that, that pattern, because this is a pattern that's mm. right through, it's a pure pattern that's right through Scripture. Yeah. And you might think, why are these stories in there? Because it shows the pattern of God mm. over and over again. Yeah. I'm reminded of Genesis. Sorry, I'm mm. going to digress because yeah. while you were talking, I'm just like, the Holy yeah. Spirit's dropped something in my head here. Um, in Genesis, after... after um, Esau was was conned mm. and um, Isaac was conned by Jacob. Mm. Jacob went fled his father and his mainly his brother because he wanted his brother was was breathing out threatness mm. <laughs> threats towards him. So he goes and he gets tired and he lays down on this rock. He sleeps, puts his head on a rock and he sleeps. And um, he has a dream that night mm. of a ladder. Mm of angels ascending and descending into heaven. Mm. When he wakes up, he says, surely the Lord is in this place and I did not know it. So, and he's, and this is the, um, and then he says, this is none other than the house of God. Yeah. Okay. Now the law of first mention tells us that we must go, that that's our reference point in everything. Mm. That the law of first mention isn't just something in the Bible. The law of first mention is in psychology, it's in business, it's in, in so many areas. Um, so much so that they, like we've talked about this at church, and again, I, I bringing this out. Parents, this is why you, you need to, um, the law of first mention needs to be in the home. That, that your children learn about generosity in the home, that your children learn about um, decency and, and values and yeah. character in the home, yeah. that they learn about what pure sexuality is in the home mm. because the law of first mention means that everything else is referred to by that law of first mention. Mm. So if they hear some um, like selfish mindset of generosity or no generosity mm. just selfishness then everything goes back to that if they hear some smutty perspective of sexuality then everything after that goes back to that law mm. but here we are we're told this is none other than the house of god mm. was there a house no was there anything there no this was an atmosphere of the presence of God. He was being shown what the pattern of God is in the ascension mm. and descension of heaven. In yeah. the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And, th and then straight after it, he says, Lord, if you go with me and you protect me, whatever I make, I will give a tenth to you. Mm. 
immediately. Yeah. He realized he there that he was he was receiving from heaven, yeah. so therefore he had to give yeah. back mm. to heaven. It's Always. this it's this pattern yeah. of receiving and being and it's a reciprocal pattern mm. that mm. keeps on going. So yeah. how beautiful is that? It's simple but it's complex. Yeah. It's really basic, mm. but it's profound as well because it, it's meant to infiltrate like a perfume and it's meant to carry through every aspect of our life, mm. every emotion, yeah. every behaviour, yeah. every thought mm. needs to be um, that mm. ascension and that you were sowing and were mm. reaping mm. all the time. Yeah. So be mindful what you're sowing and, and don't be complaining about everything that you're reaping either. Yeah. Be mindful of it. That's right. <laughs> be be generous. Be generous. And yeah, worship extravagantly every day. We're not we're not just talking about on Sunday, but every day be grateful. Every day be thankful. Always be giving thanks. And I think sometimes we with withhold praise, we withhold gratitude because we think well, when God does this for yeah, me, when I then I'll, I'll really worship yeah. him. Or when that happens, then I'll really all give him all my worship. Or I'll worship him all. with all my heart when he does this for me. But if it's a prophetic act of worship, then it's I'm going to worship Even him extravagantly now. Even in the pit. Even yeah, the pit. Where, wherever Even I am. am. Yeah, always, every day. Mm. Because he's a generous father and he created us in his image. So true. To be generous and to be grateful. And we can't, I heard somebody say, you can't be grateful unless you're humble. If you're humble, then you acknowledge that nothing good that you have comes from yourself. Yeah. Everything, everything that's good, anything that we have that's good comes from our generous father father in yes. heaven yes and yes. you know that's the position that mary took when she got down on her knees at jesus feet it was a it was a position of humility it was her saying anything good that i have in my life is because of you jesus and she was acknowledging that with her extravagant worship and that's the place of humility that we all need to be in in good times in tough times we still have so much to be grateful for and we need to acknowledge that anything that we have our children our house our job our the freedom that we enjoy in this country even now we have so much freedom so much. compared to afghanistan right now oh. we have so much freedom we have so much to be grateful for we have so much to humbly thank him for and to extravagantly praise him for every single day of our lives. Yeah. And we have no reason to withhold. It's interesting because <laughs> in Exodus where, where it talks about the children of Israel grumbling about God, mm. that word grumble actually means accusing God. Yeah. It means bringing in accusation mm. against God. Mm. This isn't good enough. Yeah. You're not doing good enough. You're not good enough. Yeah. And um, and he had to deal with that attitude. Mm. He had to deal with that in there. And it's interesting what you just said because in James 4, um, it, it says, this is so profound, or, um, uh, or do you think the scripture says without reason that he jealously longs for the spirit he is called to dwell in us, but he gives us more grace. It, it says that's why scripture says God opposes the proud but shows favour to the humble. Yeah. God yeah. opposes the proud and that shows favor to the humble. Mm. Then submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, he'll flee mm. from you. 
Come near to God and he will come near to you. Um, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. Do not slander, brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against the brother or sister judges them um, or judges them, speaks against the law and judges it. And when you judge the law, you're not keeping it. You're sitting in judgment. There is only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. Mm. So he is the God of salvation. I want to be in that place of humility that I'm on the side of he's God, my saviour, mm. not the on the proud side where he's God that brings destruction where he needs to, because, you know, pride comes before a fall, mm. that he needs to deal with some stuff in our life if we're always continually self-pity because we're proud mm. or, or, or judgmental and condemning because we're proud, mm. but rather being full of humility mm. here. Mm. And this, this woman was, showed so much humility. And, and in some of the other scriptures um, talking about Mary, Jesus said, I'm, I'm, I can't remember which one, but it mm. says that she will be spoken of. Mm. This act will be spoken yeah. of, not because Absolutely. it was a, an, a lot of money. Mm. That's, not what, not a, that's what we think it's about, that mm. she must have poured out so much so everyone's going to be talking about it because her offering was so much. No, Jesus actually said about the widow, she gave more than the bloke, that, these two little coins. Mm. She gave more than what the, the richest guy bought. Yeah. But um, the act... The act itself was that she was in tune with God. Mm. She was in tune with the Spirit at mm. that moment yeah. because she was anointing Jesus. And Jesus, it wasn't like um, he hadn't spoken about his death. Mm. He had been talking about it and the disciples were just going, la di da di da not getting it. Mm. It was hidden from them. But yeah. this woman was in tune with the moment and she was in tune with what God was, mm. what God was doing. And she, this act wasn't wasn't remembered because of this the value of the the nard it was because of the value of the act and the spirit that she operated in at that moment mm. it's so powerful yeah 1 Thessalonians I'm yes. getting back to that yes um, 1 Thessalonians 5 1 to 3 in the mm. NIV says this now brothers and sisters about times and dates and this is talking about end times because if you go back into 1 Thessalonians 4, it talks about the, the last days and everything like that. We do not need to write to you about this, for you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. Now, we were speaking out of Matthew 25 and about how the bridegroom came in the midnight hour and there were wise and there were foolish virgins that were meant to be prepared, waiting for him. Mm. But some of them, because he was taking so long to turn up, some of them... Uh, they all fell asleep, but they, but some of them were wise enough to have oil on tap and the others used theirs up and they didn't bring extra with them. Mm. Um, now, it, it goes on to say, while people are saying peace and safety, okay, what that actually means is while the whole world is crying out, our prime objective is peace and safety. Is that what we're hearing at the moment? We're hearing nothing but that. If only you get vaccinated, then we'll have peace and safety. If only you keep a mask on, then we'll have peace and safety. If you wash your hands, 1.5 metres, then we'll have peace and safety. Do you know what's happening around the world at the moment? There has been there's that earthquake in Haiti. There's been um, devastating storms and, and bushfires all around the world. Earthquakes are happening, typhoons. And Jesus said, when you see these things, look up. Because your redeemer is not far away. Look up. 
because your redemption is getting closer and closer. Yeah. It says peace and safety. Uh, everyone will be saying that. Oh, all we, our objective is peace and safety, and they're doing it through the earthly manifestation, not being connected with heaven. And he says, but destruction will come on them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But brothers and sisters, it goes on in verse 4 to 6, says, um, you are not in darkness. It's talking about darkness then. Um, so that this day should not surprise you like a thief. You are children of the light. I'm going to speak this out. You are children of the light. You are children yeah. of the day. That's meaning the light, carrying the anointing of the Holy Spirit, carrying the word of truth, which is Jesus. Jesus says, I'm the light of the world. And then later on, he said to the disciples, you are the light of the world. You've carried, you're now... The torch, like we've just seen at the Olympic Games, the torch is now passed to you. Um, that word day, wow, this is so relevant to what Kylie was just talking about in being mindful of Mary, that she was she was being prophetically tune, in tune with that moment. Mm. The word day means belonging to the right hour or season, the timely season. It means flourishing in the timely season, in the moment that we're in, in perfect tune with the divine moment and the pattern of help, heaven. Mm. It means being in, in perfect tune with the divine moment right now. Mm. It's not worrying about what's happened in the mm. past. As Paul said, I forget the former things and I press on to lay hold of that for which Jesus laid hold of me. But being mindful of the moment, not just living in the past, not just longing for the future, but living in the moment um, in perfect tune with that thing. Uh, I've written a whole heap of things here, but it talks about the falling asleep. Um, I missed that part out in there, but that they are falling asleep and that the, the, all the virgins fell asleep. The word sleep means to descend in feeling and thought um, and value. So descending, you know how you, you fall to sleep, you descend into sleep. But this is talking about not just sleeping and, and having a good rest because some of us need to do that and rest is part of our cycle and we do need to spend a third of our, our life sleeping. But this is talking about spiritual where um, mm. sleep mm. descending in feeling and thought and then value valuing and joining with the realm that is unalert and unaware of what's truly happening descending into and joining and and actually valuing joining with a realm that is unalert and unaware of the truth and it talks about drunkenness it talks about and, and but that just means that we need to be it says sober-minded mm. Mm. Oh, look, I'm, I, I feel like I'm percolating here and I'm just like going blah, 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 blah. And I want, I want to make this really, God is saying something to us at the moment. To be awake, and, and if you read through that, it says, you know, some have fallen asleep, but, but, but awake, O oh sleeper, rise from the dead. Awake means to, um, through the idea of collecting one's faculties, this is the etymology of the word, to have clear eyes. Mm -hmm. Clear eyes. Yeah, it means rouse yourself from sleep. Mm -hmm. Rouse yourself from sitting or lying. Rouse yourself from dis-ease or from death mm -hmm. or from obscurity, inactivity, from ruin or non-existence. Mm -hmm. 
Like how, how much of our life do we live in a, in a realm that is not valuable? We're talking about the value of this not. Like it's a non-existent realm. The, the fakeness of the value that we put on things today, the value of social media, it's non-existent. The value of, of money and economy things, it's really when it all crashes, it's non-existent. We need to put our value in the treasures that come from above, mm. not in just in earthly treasures. Yeah. And then it goes on to say, rejoice always, mm. pray continually, and in all seasons give thanks. In all circumstances yes. give thanks. Because yes. this is God's will for you in Christ mm. Jesus. Mm. If you're in Christ Jesus and you're going, I don't know what God's will is for my life. Rejoice always, pray continually, and in all seasons give thanks. Give thanks in all circumstances. Mm. Rejoice always. Pray continue. And you might say, Steve, and you're just saying this over and over and it's easy for you. No, it's not. I have been challenged over the last month in this scripture. Why, is this, why am I talking about it? Because I've got a revelation about it. Mm. It hurt to get this revelation. I had to actually lean in and press in. I had to break this alabaster vase open. I had mm. to get yeah. this nard, this valuable <laughs> oil out of it yeah. and say, right, what have I got to rejoice for? Mm. And I found so much. Yeah. And I just talked mainly last week about me, what I rejoiced mm. in. But then I started rejoicing for my beautiful wife and thanking God for my wonderful relationship that I have with my wife, even when we're in conflict, you know, and just saying, well, she's teaching me stuff. She's showing me mm. things that, about me that, um, are, that are offensive to her and I get to change. How beautiful is that? Rejoicing in my wonderful children, mm. that even though I messed up as a father so many times, that they're following God, that they are, they are seeking God and leaning into God themselves and they've got beautiful partners mm. that are leaning in and desiring to seek God. And this isn't, I'm not boasting here, but I am. I'm boasting in Christ because His Spirit is surrounding them. And it's not just an accident. We pray about it. Mm. We're praying continually. Yeah. This morning, we joined hands right here, right beside where we're standing. And we said, Lord, we want to be a pure mm. stream this morning. And we prayed healing over our household, over our children's household. We pray for the Holy Spirit to anoint them and their partners and future partners. And, and we were just praying for protection, provision, mm. healing mm. For, for them. These, this is something that we must, that's what pray continually means. You might go, but I'll run out of things to pray for. Really? <laughs> really? You're going to be that small-minded that you're just going to think about what you want now and the thing that you want now that you're not getting, that you can't rejoice in, you can't be thankful in, is but the I... very thing that you need to be thanking God for in yeah. this season. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting a bit worked up here. because. But I think that's because we have a misconception of what prayer is. Ooh. Because we think prayer is just asking, 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 not... asking. Yep. but it's hallowed be your name. Yes. It's thy kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, it, it's, it's my Father. How how awesome are you? How holy and amazing are you? And praying for His kingdom on earth. It's it's not just supplication. It's it's praise. It's worship. It's thanks. It's yeah. gratitude. It's not just requests. Yeah. It's actually and it's listening. Yes. It's yeah. it's not just speaking all the time. So can I ask? A, a rhetorical question <laughs> you know it Me says to everyone it says be joyful always yes pray continually give thanks in all circumstances for this is god's will for you in christ jesus mm. 
So if I'm not praying continually, if I'm not giving thanks in all circumstances, am I out of the will of God? <laughs> because that's his will for me. Yes. That, that's what he's called me to do. So when I'm not doing that, am I stepping outside of his plan well, for my life? Well, that's what James is saying, mm. that you become enemies of God. Yeah. If you're just after getting, getting, mm. getting, getting, mm. and not being thankful for yeah. what you have received, and yeah. not, not rejoicing, or then you become an enemy of God. You, so you when, I'm, him. when I'm complaining, yep. when I'm allowing myself to be consumed by my circumstances, when I'm not spending any time with God, when I'm just grumbling and I'm getting I'm allowing myself to get okay. swamped with anxiety oh, I'm yeah. allowing oh. myself to get swamped with fear yeah. I'm allowing myself to get caught up in everything that's going on in the world awesome. and I'm not asking for heaven's perspective yep. then I'm I'm stepping out of God's will for me in Christ Jesus and not only that but it goes on to say in the very next verse and do not put out the Spirit's yeah, fire. don't quench the Spirit. The Holy Spirit. So we think we have to do something terrible to quench the Holy Spirit. Yeah. We have to blaspheme or we have to sin horrifically or we have to, you know, be, be so evil to quench the Holy Spirit. But the very next verse after pray continually, always give thanks. Don't quench the Spirit says, and do not put out the Spirit's fire. Mm. If, if we're not offering back, if we're not giving back praise and prayer and, yes. and, a, and a positive heavenly mindset, then we're stopping up the oil. We're quenching the Holy Spirit. Yeah. We're blocking the flow of, of receiving and giving gratitude. And then, and then the next one is don't hold prophecies in contempt. Mm. So when, when somebody like we're doing this morning and, and we're trying to encourage you, this is the testimony of Jesus. Mm. What we're speaking here is the word and the word is Jesus. Jesus is the word. So mm. this is the testimony. We are testifying to the goodness of Jesus and the goodness of our Father in heaven. Mm. And that is the spirit of prophecy. Now, you might say, oh, but that's easy for you. No, it's not. Mm. It's not easy, but it is. It's All we essential. Need to do, it's essential. We need to be rejoicing always. Mm. And, and you might say, but I've got nothing to rejoice about. Then ask the Holy Spirit, what have I got to rejoice about? And what do I need to be thankful for? What is there in my life? Please show me. Because if you don't have eyes to see, then ask for eyes to mm. see. If you haven't got ears to hear, then ask for he ears to hear. Mm. I was going to say ears to ear. Mm. But, and if you haven't got a heart to understand, if you're caught up in this cycle of, of complaint and comparison and, and just confinement in your life and saying, well, there's nothing good, then the, the thing is that you're, you're quenching the spirit Mm. And you're treating prophecy because this is the spirit of prophecy right now. Mm. What we're speaking to you mm. is the ability to prophesy. God's done it before. Mm. He can do it again. This mm. is none other. You might say, oh, this is just Australia. No, this is none other than the, 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 the house, house of God. God. Thank you. <laughs> this is the gateway to the kingdom of God mm. is thanksgiving. Mm. And praise and is coming into his and testifying mm. to it of his and, goodness and coming into his, his, into his courts with yeah. praise for who he is, mm. our Father who mm. is in heaven. Mm. How glorious is your name? Mm. How wondrous is your name? Mm. And that name actually doesn't just mean what a nice name you've got, like Chelsea Grace has a nice name. 
Kylie Leanne has a nice name. You know, Stephen Phillip, you know, perfect name. But um, Callum Lee, oh, what a glorious name that is. No, no, it means his character, his nature, who he's, who's, who he's revealed himself to be and who we call on yeah. through that. Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah. What, have we, what else? We're running out of time. We are running out of time. Hey guys, we're we're enjoying just having this mm. open discussion with you because I've got so much out of this. I hope you have as well. Write in the chat if you have, please. Just write in the chat what you've received and share it right now. Just just type in the chat because what we're going to do, we're going to have communion as well mm. this morning. I really I really felt that we need to um, just remember and proclaim. Remember what Jesus has done for us and proclaim everything that he achieved when he died on the cross and it is done. It is finished. It's The pattern has been set and now it's been sealed in the heavenlies and here on earth that nothing, not even death can contaminate this anymore. Mm. Not even sin can contaminate this pattern, this pure pattern from heaven. It's all been worked out. He's the Alpha and the Omega, mm. the beginning and the end. The pattern has been set. The tapestry has been woven. It's up to us by our choices to become part of that perfect pattern. It's up to us to seize the moment, this divine moment, and to rejoice in it, to be thankful in it, and to pray, not just for ourselves, but be communicating with the breath of heaven. Yeah. Allowing the Holy Spirit to intercede through us. Allowing yeah. Jesus to intercede for mm. us. Not cutting ourselves off mm. from that. Sorry, I cut you off. And that, that is how they're always giving thanks, praying continually, being mindful of heaven. That is how we keep our oil Ooh, topped up. Yes. That, that's how we keep that oil. Because we, we all need oil. We need oil for our wounds. We need oil for our weariness. Yes. We need oil for our work. You need oil... If you're homeschooling your kids, you need oil if you're working from home. You need oil so that you can share the hope that you profess with people out there that are afraid at the moment, that don't know what's happening in the world. We need oil so that we can carry the aroma of Christ with us wherever we go so that we can smell good wherever, whatever room we enter into. We need to be so saturated with the oil and it all comes down to, because our theme this year is the little things. Little things. So what are the little things that we're doing every day that keeps our oil flowing? Just spending time with God, spending time in worship, spending time in his word. Mm. You know, instead of turning the radio on when you're driving somewhere, put put worship on. Yeah. You know, those little choices that you make every day about whether you're going to be filled or whether you're going to be drained. Oh, come on. The choices that you make tomorrow about whether you're going to be filled or whether you're going to be drained. Whether you're going to spend time with God, whether you're going to worship, whether you're going to be grateful or or whether you're going to be grumbling, complaining, overwhelmed with anxiety and fear. It all comes down to those little choices that we make every day about how we spend our time, where we allow our thoughts to go what we confess with our mouth, all those little things that we do every day either means that we're filling up or we're being depleted Mm. with with the oil that we need to be carrying. Yeah, isn't that amazing that by our confession, Mm. you know, that there is so much about our confession um, that either brings freedom Mm. or it brings judgment Mm. on us. Our confession, it either opens heaven up or, or it unfortunately shuts us out we by our choices we get shut out of that divine appointment that Mm. divine pattern that divine moment that Mm. is right now yeah and this 
Mary didn't miss that divine moment. She was living in that divine moment. Mm. This is a divine moment right now. The next moment is a divine moment. Mm. He is the God yesterday, same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the Alpha and Omega. Yeah. He's already set this beautiful, perfect pattern in place. Mm. It's only us that can break that pattern. All the rest of creation mm. is following the pattern. It's only us that can step out of it by our choices mm. and say, this is more important. Mm. That's more valuable to me. What can be more valuable than being a son and a daughter of the living God and knowing him as daddy father? Yeah. How beautiful. Mm. I can tell you, this girl is on fire. Mm. <laughs> she has nailed it this morning. I see. Wow. <laughs> I actually hit that note. You did. Hey, if you've got your brekkie in front of you, if you're eating your Cheerios or your Cocoa Pops or whatever it is, you've, you've got... <laughs> It's hard to do with one hand. It is. It really is. I should have done this beforehand. So can you just grab your communion, um, your emblems this morning? Uh, church, we love you. We hope you're encouraged. We hope you're This is a message yeah, of this encouragement. this is an invitation and a... We're speaking to ourselves here too. I love, I love oily people. I love oily people too. I Imagine love spending time with oily people. You know when you when you, the Holy you give someone a hug and they go, "Oh, you smell nice." Mm. You know, there's nothing like when we get to embrace humanity, whether it's physically or just being around them, and you say, "Wow, you smell amazing." Mm. Mm. You know, you really smell good. Yeah. And it's not because of a cologne you're wearing or a perfume that you're wearing. because you're oily. It's because you've, you're carrying the oil mm. of the presence of God. Yeah. We all want to do that. Yeah. Whether you, you can't receive that at the moment because of either pain or offense or whatever, we're going to pray about that because we're remembering what Jesus did. That's number one, mm. that by his stripes we're healed. That now through the cup of the new covenant, we have access to the holy of holies. But we also get to proclaim and prophesy everything that Jesus did on our behalf. Everything that the Father achieved for mankind has already been done. It's by our choices now to enter in. Yeah. Thanksgiving, praise, rejoice always, pray continually, and in all things give thanks. Thank you, Jesus. Do you want to lead us in this while I open my <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. We're so grateful for everything that you have done for us, Jesus. We're so grateful that you laid down your life and for the life that you lived as such an awesome example for us, that you constantly went away and spent time with the Father and you didn't say anything or do anything unless he asked you to. And what, a, what an awesome example you are to us in that, Jesus. And help us to live by that, that same example, that same philosophy that you live by. That everything that we say and everything that we do, that will be led by the Spirit, empowered by the Spirit. Jesus, you were empowered to go to the cross because you were led there by the Spirit. You were full of the Holy Spirit. And we thank you, Jesus, for that example that we can be empowered. Mm. That when we're led by the Spirit, we can accomplish what you've called us to accomplish every day. We thank you so much, Jesus, for what you accomplished for us. That we are free 
that we are righteous because of what you've done for us. Mm. We're so grateful. We're so thankful. And you are awesome, God. You are awesome, God. Your plans are complete. They Mm. are. It is done. Mm. It is done. It is set. Father, thank you for all the promises that were spoken of in the by the prophets, the patriarchs, the examples they set, and they they spoke about the one coming, and now he's come, and now his kingdom reigns, and and by our simple receiving and accepting, Father, I thank you right now that we can receive healing into our bodies. Father, I thank you right now we can receive peace into our mind. I thank you right now that we can receive freedom in our spirits because of what Jesus has accomplished and has set for all time. It, it, was, a, it was a monumental moment in history, a divinely set moment in history. And we get to live in the, the wake of that right now, in the goodness and mercy of that right now. Thank you, Father. We just thank you, Jesus, for your body that you offered up for us, we, we, we eat that now. We, we eat your body right now. The bread in remembrance that your body was, was given up for, for us, for each one of us. That it was broken for us so that we don't have to be broken. We're whole because of the brokenness that you received. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that you offered your blood to be spilled. The perfect lamb, the, the, the pure lamb that was slain. And that your blood was spilt so that our blood doesn't have to make atonement one day. Your blood did it for us. And because of this cup of the new covenant, Father, that you choose never to remember our sins anymore. And that you are just and able when we sin and we ask for forgiveness, you are just and able to forgive us and then cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Father, I thank you for righteousness, for right standing with you, Father. Oh, bless your mighty name. Oh, and we just proclaim victory. We proclaim, yes, thanksgiving. We proclaim rejoicing. And we proclaim, Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done. And thank you for that open heaven that we can communicate with you wherever we are in whatever we're doing. Um, we, you, you're open to us and you speak all the time. Amen. 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 Have an awesome week, guys. Um, we'll catch you next week. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about service times or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au.